welcome to the Essential Artistry Podcast, exploring erotic awakenings and liberated love. I'm your host, Luna Agnea, Essential Arts and Intimacy Facilitator, Relationship Coach, Tantrika, and Artist with a Passion for the Path of Liberation Through Love. In this podcast, you will receive first-hand stories of sacred erotic awakenings, transformational experiences, and love that goes beyond limits. This podcast is here to inspire, educate, and awaken your own sensual artists. Because when you liberate your eros, you liberate your life. Today's episode is an outtake from the Sex and Love Satsang, which is a new free monthly offering that I'm doing in the Sensual Artist community, which you can get access to through my website. It's a space where each month I start talking about some relating principles and approaches and then invite Q&A and discussion based around those or people's lives so you can bring your own relationship queries along for it so yeah enjoy this section of the replay uh if you want to go on the site you can find the replay that will have also the q a and some guided meditation so yeah unconditional love and devotion is a topic that has been really big for me the past years and in the particular relationship that i'm with uh in right now um yeah, like in a book I was just reading when they were touching on devotion as well, they were saying like this actually is one of the more advanced parts of the spiritual path because it's when you get to a point where you're kind of tired of being so self-absorbed <laughs> and like we need to be self-absorbed for a while in our journey because there's this, yeah, this part of the healing process and um, say with ego development as we're growing up and we're kind of developing a, a, an ego then a lot of the time we kind of have our complexes and our unhealthy patterns and woundings. And then, you know, ideally we start developing like a healthy ego and then we start deconstructing the ego. And there's quite a lot of work on our path where we're really focused on like, oh, my traumas and my patterns and my desires and my longings. And like, that's totally fine and natural. Uh, But when we're in a relationship from that point, it it gets really dramatic. <laughs> and I think a lot of us kind of have experienced this where, you know, you're really focused on like all the things coming up for you and your woundings and your your patterns and their woundings and their patterns and they're clashing. And it's like it can get pretty exhausting because like there's just so much focus on each other. And then there's something that happens when you yeah, get to a phase where you're like, okay, like, yeah, there's still pieces. Like, it's not like we're like, oh, I'm 100% healed and now I don't need to focus on that anymore. But it's where you get kind of healed enough or you've done enough (laughs) self-obsessing to be able to actually um, focus your attention beyond the relationship and to be able to be in service to something beyond your individual self and your needs and wants and desires and like my experience in my current relationship is like just this sense that like yeah we've come together like the universe has kind of put us together and you know there's this love and we support each other through our like our patterns but 
there's also something more that we're devoted to, which is, you know, expressing love fully in this lifetime on this earth um, to awakening and liberation. Like we're both kind of dedicated practitioners uh, on the spiritual path that are really devoted to truth and to um, being with and loving reality as it is, not just our ego stories about it and that we're willing to kind of go through the discomfort and the pain of our kind of separate human self in devotion and in service to something that is like yeah greater than just our individual and this is where we go for personal relating to transpersonal relating because we also start to see when we do personal development work for a while like at first we take it all really personally. We're like, oh, this is my trauma because my parents did this and I'm the only person that suffers this way. And like, oh, you know, me, 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 me. But kind of when you're doing this work a while, you're like, none of it's personal. There's all these archetypal patterns playing out through our woundings and our sufferings. And it's like, we all have some kind of core wound, whether it's unworthiness or abandonment or uh, being on unwanted or like whatever kind of flavor of this this poor wound that like you're gonna have one of those <laughs> we all have one of those and and then there's these ways that we kind of come together in relationship where yeah one of us is like maybe a little bit of a control freak and a little bit like uh two in the boxes and then you're going to be attracted to someone that's very free and wild and chaotic and like these two people come together so that they can teach each other a lesson. And you might think that it's very personal, like, oh, uh, it's so unique that we're struggling with this problem. But then you know, you start saying like, okay, this is actually a pattern that plays out in the whole that like a lot of people struggle with the same problem. And especially for me working in this field where I'm coaching a lot of couples, I'm doing a lot of retreats and workshops. And so I'm hearing all the, the issues that are coming up and it's like, oh, like, oh, that pattern. I've seen that 20, 30 times. Oh, you're going through that dynamic. Yeah, I went through that one too. And like the, it's, I, I think it really helps when we stop taking it all so personally, um, especially in, in our relationships, because like when you are being with your partner while they're struggling with their core wound and they're struggling with their trauma. Like if you're taking it personally and you're really like personalizing all of this and you're seeing it from that frame, then it's like, oh, why are they still whinging about this? Why do they have this wound? Why don't they just get over it? And like, you can kind of get annoyed by it and um, blame them or kind of shame them. And there can be this like really unhealthy way that we view our partner suffering but uh when we're able to see it more as this like transpersonal way that we all kind of have some flavor of trauma wounding whatever then you're able to hold that not just for your partner but for the collective so if your partner struggles with this unworthiness wound and they are in like deep suffering around it, when you're able to love and hold space for that and hold space for them, it's kind of not even just about them anymore. Like I know when I'm with my partner while like he's in his uh, wounds, then I see that it's not really just about him. I'm also kind of holding space for everyone that feels unworthy, everyone that wasn't loved fully, everyone that 
um, struggles with this because so many of us struggle with this. And you know, it's the same when I'm having my woundings, I can take it so personally and be like, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm broken. I'm still having this stupid wound and this stupid reactions. And why am I so triggered by this? I shouldn't be triggered by this and start like gaslighting myself and shaming myself for how I am. Or I can just be like, okay, like this is the the pattern that I've been given. <laughs> and this is my particular flavor of suffering that I get to experience in this lifetime. And uh, then, yeah, when my partner is loving me through that, they're also loving all of us through that. And I think it's a really beautiful way to step out of it. Uh, yeah, some of the retreats, I created this kind of communication practice where we explore this as well, um, where the practice, if anyone wants to try it at home, uh, it can be a little bit like complex and meta. We call it like meta-reflection or something. <laughs> that, yeah, someone's sharing something that they're really struggling with and going through. And at first you reflect back to them, like exactly what you're hearing them say, like, okay, so I'm hearing that you're struggling with uh, this body image thing and that you're feeling really self-conscious and that, you know, you've been trying all these diets and they're not working. And then you give another reflection that's kind of taking it out of their personal thing and be like, what is the pattern that I'm witnessing? And it's saying like, oh, I'm you know, I'm really witnessing that struggle that humans have to be able to feel like good and desired and um, the way that we've been conditioned to think that we are, our worthiness, our lovability is based on our appearance. And, and there's something like it can either land or not with someone else when you depersonalize it. Like for some people, they'll be like, this isn't about everyone. This is my particular thing. And I'm feeling really sad and wounded about it. And like for some people that that might not be what they need to hear and it might not be good for them. But for other people, it's like, oh yeah, it's not just about me. I'm not the only one suffering with this. Like this is actually something greater. So yeah, this is like me tying into unconditional love because it's about loving the human experience as it expresses through your partner like your your partner and all their beauty and struggles and everything is an expression of what it is to be human and what it is to be alive and to be a being incarnated in this crazy world with all this like crazy stuff going on and um the more that we like close off and be like, okay, like they're going avoidant and they're not, you know, showing up the way I want them to and they're not meeting my needs. So I'm just going to close my heart and pull back and be like, you don't deserve my heart anymore. Like that's a conditional love expression where you're like, okay, like you are going into this wounding pattern or avoidance or whatever. And, you know, my love says that I'm going away. And yeah, unconditional love says like, oh, you know, must be really challenging to struggle with this avoidance pattern or to be uh, unable to connect and unable to let this kind of love in. Um, and I'm going to keep loving you anyway. And, you know, maybe then I go, you know, and maybe we're not meant to be in a relationship, but I'm going to wish you well and love you anyway, because I think you're a really cool person. Um, and yeah, the problem here is that a lot of people do have these fawning martyr complexes that get tied into unconditional love where they think they're being unconditionally loving because they keep like 
giving and giving and showing up for someone and the person's giving them all these like red flags and signs that they're not able to meet them in this relationship. But there's like this subtle manipulative tendency to it where it's like, if I just give and give and give, then I'm going to make them fall in love with me and they're going to give it back and they're going to like meet my needs or something. And if I just show up and if I'm just like the best girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever that they've ever had, then then they're going to love me back. And there's like this expectation attached to it. Um, and it's that's when it starts getting unhealthy because then you're not having like boundaries around your time and energy. Um, so you can love someone unconditionally and not relate with them unconditionally. So, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> situations in my life where I'm just like, okay, I can see like you doing your you thing and, you know, I'm going to like, Send love to you and I hope you heal that wound, but like I'm not going to put up with being treated like this and I'm going to wish you well and have that love for you and maybe do some practice that I need to like clear resentment or whatever and to be able to, you know, shine some love out to that person, even if they've really fucked me over and it, it kind of especially if they've fucked you over because, I mean, a lot of us, when we learn more about trauma, we recognize like if someone's doing something really shitty and really abusive then a lot of the time they've been abused or they're just so closed off from love so shut off from their body they maybe have a part of their brain not functioning so they don't experience empathy like and that's a sad existence they're not living and getting to experience a lot of love in the way that maybe you do with a more open heart so you know you can really like send love um, and this is like Tonglen practices and stuff like feeling the suffering and sending love um, but then still be like yeah for my safety I'm not going to be around you I'm not going to like keep being in a relationship with you and you've been doing all this shitty stuff I'm not going to keep like taking all this time out of my schedule to keep showing up for you in this relationship if you never show up for me because like that you know I have time capacities and how much I can show up in relationships. So like, we don't want to get like love and, and functional relationships confused, uh, which I think a lot of people do. And then because like a boundary needs to get set or there's some reason why it's not appropriate to keep relating with this person, then we go like, and my love is gone and I'm going to close it off and I'm going to pull it away. And you know, this isn't so bad if it is someone that's like acting abusively. It's like, okay, you close your heart. But what happens when it's your beloved, like the person you are in relationship with? And yeah, maybe like they're needing to take more space than you want, or maybe they're like for a long time going through a, like a downward spiral or whatever. And, you know, you stop being like, oh, well, you're not showing up enough and you're not doing this and that. So I'm just going to like withhold my love and withhold my gratitude or withhold appreciation and like hold back my love from you. And then, you know, of course, then that starts like creating even more of an issue because like if the person's going avoidant for whatever reason, and then you start like kind of pulling away and shutting down, then, you know, it's probably just going to like to roll them further away. Or if someone's like acting really like obsessive or whatever, uh, then, you know, it, it can, the more that you like recoil, the more they're going to come like, gimme, 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 gimme. 
So it, it has like an opposite effect. So the practice then for us, if we are someone that's interested as like a spiritual practice of uh, working with unconditional love is to try to keep our heart open for folks while also having love for ourselves and respecting ourselves and honoring ourselves and being able to discern like what is the right way to relate to someone uh, even if I love them, uh, even if I really want to be with them, but maybe it's not loving to myself anymore for me to continue being in relationship with that person. And yeah, a little example I was writing down the other day from early in my relationship with Tris, we were going through a phase where we weren't sure if we were going to kind of make it more casual and be lovers, or if we were going to dive deeper into our relationship and, um, be more like partners and yeah it was a bit confusing because we weren't sure if I was going to stay in Australia it was during the pandemic and we weren't sure if we were really a, a match to keep going any further in the relationship and I really wanted to stay in the relationship I really was like yeah this is someone I can be in a securely attached relationship with we are building this secure base and like I, my heart just like loves this person um, but he wasn't sure and it was fair enough because like I had very flaky, hippie, traveling the world kind of vibe. And uh, that wasn't really what he was looking for. And yeah, so I noticed then as he's kind of expressing to me like, yeah, I think maybe we should just kind of go back to being lovers and be a bit more casual. That like all the resentment and the closing came in and be like, well, if you don't want to choose me fully as your partner, then I'm just going to like pull back and protect myself because like you're going to hurt me and you're already hurting me and you don't deserve my love anymore because you're not showing up in the way that I want you to be in relationship. Like, I want you to choose me and you're not. So I'm going to hold my heart back. And like, I just felt this like contraction coming in and it was just not feeling good because like there was a lot of love for this person, but I'm just feeling this like must protect, must close heart, must avoid getting hurt even though it was causing me more hurt and pain to be doing that because it doesn't feel good to uh, close off from someone and go into this like protecting mechanism and I was listening to a beautiful book by um, Jeff Foster he's an amazing spiritual teacher and there was just something he was saying around like unconditional love and this kind of topic and I just really like very much felt that like that desire to be stingy and close off and like withhold and to be like yeah if you don't act the way that I want you to then you don't get my love and seeing how that was kind of like this manipulative defense strategy and just really realizing like that's not how I want to be I'd earlier um in the year like done a very powerful like death ritual meditation and really realized like if I were to die today, tomorrow, whatever, like what, what really mattered and what was really important and like what, what was missing from my life. And it was really this deep impulse. Like I want to love fully and bravely. I want to be able to tell people I love that I love them. I don't want to be shy about it. I don't want to be awkward. I want to be able to like radiate love onto people that are really fucking awesome and deserve it. And like, I want to show up in the world as love. I want to be a beacon of love. That's what's important. I don't want to be like this, like, oh, I'm too cool for it kind of person. Like, 
that's how I want to show up in the world. So it's like remembering that and getting a bit slapped in the face with my own pattern of like kind of this, yeah, withholding manipulative energy of, you know, making someone have to work for it. And yeah, I just like felt myself softening and my heart softening. And then, yeah, so I was kind of processing that. It's like, you know what? Like, Tris is a really fucking amazing human and he's so worthy of love. Like, whether he wants to be in a relationship with me or not, like, he's a very lovable being. My heart just like wants to shower love in him. It always has just being around and my heart's like, hmm. So, like, why would I suddenly like stop? that like why would he suddenly be not worthy of love just because he's not sure if we're really compatible and I'm the right person for him so you know I ended up then sharing that with him and being like look like you know even if you decide you never want to see me again no matter what happens like oh I just have so much love for you and I just like want to keep sending you that love because like you're a really fucking amazing human it's a real honor to get to like relate with you at all for however long that is and that's just how it is and yeah of course then that like created actually a deep shift in our relationship it was like there was some like contraction and some kind of like blockage going on around this like oh are you gonna meet my needs are you gonna be the secure partner that I want are you gonna be the person whatever and there was just something in that that just like oh like we could just breathe and yeah and then after that he was like wow like I've never felt that kind of type of unconditional love before and then you know it just ended up making us get into a relationship um so not to use that as a way to try to get someone into a relationship with you because it has to be like a genuine thing coming and can't just be like oh i'm gonna love you anyway even though you don't really mean it so <laughs> you gotta find that place like deep within uh but yeah it was just a beautiful example of that and there's just been a lot of other moments in our relationship uh, from both of us where we've just been able to show up like even when the other person's not acting the way we want them to or showering us with love or affection or whatever like we want them to and to just be like no like this is a being that is so worthy of love and I'm gonna show them that love um, and that yeah it comes in with that devotion because that devotion for me is like I want to radiate love I want the world to be full of more love there's a lot of really awesome people out there that are so worthy of love and i want to give them it. i want them to know that they're amazing and i don't want to be stingy with my love i don't want to be afraid to share my love with people um so like there's a, a commitment of wanting to show up like that uh, and that really influences relationships and friendships and my work and a lot of other things and it it also yeah it comes with this like self-trust I think it was part of the key here uh because I had to trust that like in that example that I'd be okay even if Tris left like there's still love in my heart I can still love other people like maybe I'm not gonna find such an epic relationship again but like I, I can still I'll be fine I can Come back to loving myself and whatever uh and yeah there's just like a, a level of like knowing that 
you know, even if this person doesn't meet my needs or this situation isn't meeting my needs or whatever, like I can find a way to meet my needs. I'm resourceful. Um, I've bounced back from really messy, shitty situations before. <laughs> I've come back from the brink of death and lived another day. Um, so like knowing that you can have yourself is also really important for that, which is why, you know, it is a more advanced stage on the the path to be able to embody this because if you don't know that you really have yourself and that you can bounce back if your heart gets wounded I don't want to say broken because it's never really broken but your heart gets wounded then you know you can recover and come back and keep loving and keep your heart open thanks for tuning in to this week's episode I hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring you can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and through my website, sensualartistry.com and sensualarts.school, where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch. Hope to see you again soon.